Welcome back to the Bleep Blue Podcast, y'all. Another episode. Thank you for tuning in and listening. If this is your first time tuning in, I want to say thank you for choosing to listen to this podcast because you are in for a treat. The Bleep Blue Podcast is not your normal gaming podcast where we talk about gaming news and reviews. I mean, there is something for that. Check out bits and pieces of those uh, episode segments. But the main podcast episodes are geared towards those water cooler conversations that gamers have. Those are those conversations that, you know, when you're with your gamer friends, you just talk about. Maybe it could be your favorite hack and slash games or who's a better character, uh, Ryu or Ken in Street Fighter, or who, which one is the greatest of all time, you know, Legend of Zelda or Super Mario Bros. So those are the conversations that we bring here on the Bleep Bloop podcast. This is a one-man show. Um, You can find it on all podcast platforms, but you can also check it out, more of the content that is under the Bleep Bloop umbrella by going to bleepbloopodcast.wordpress.com. Custom domain is coming soon. Uh, You can find all of the links to everything there, or you can also check out linktree slash bleepbloopod. Okay, let's get right into this episode. It's that time, y'all. Gaming conventions, the return of the gaming convention. Now, you know, when there was COVID, there was practically no conventions going on. And the ones that were, people were pretty much not going to them. Publishers were pulling out, developers were pulling out. The fans were not going. And if you did go, you know, you had to have triple mask, double vaccines with a thumbprint and a biometric retina scan of your eyeball. You know, like it was so hard to go to these things. You fast forward to now. They have returned in a major way. I mean, you have everything from at the time of this recording, PAX East going on to some of the bigger conventions going on, you know, GDC, Game Developers Convention, DreamHack in San Diego, PAX West later in the year, E3, although the major publishers aren't planning on being there because they want to do their own thing. You also got stuff like Summer Game Fest, Games Done Quick, which is that the massive speed running, uh, uh, more like event, not really a convention. Uh, but that's still a big event that takes place uh, two times a year. And then, of course, for all of the streamers and content creators, you have TwitchCon, which I wouldn't classify as a gaming convention per se, because it's more about the creators networking, connecting, hearing about all of the features that Twitch has to offer. Um, so, you know, so aside from that, though, Gaming conventions, I think, are such a great experience for gamers. And the reason I think that is because it's for multiple reasons. I mean, for one, as a casual gamer and as somebody that has kids, I want to take them to these conventions so they can check out the latest and greatest games, so they can get some cool swag. You know, they can buy merch from artists and, and designers and creators and then... On the, on the creator side, the, the digital media producer side, 
I'm able to network with industry heavyweights, people that are in the industry from everything from marketing to production to just executive level or just people that I'm a fan of, you know, other podcasters. So it's a great experience overall. Now, not all conventions are made the same, but I think the ones that if I had to only pick one convention I would go to, it would it would be which I missed PAX East, so it would definitely be PAX West. Why? Because you know Penny Arcade Expo, it's it's all about the games, and a lot of the gaming industry goes there. So if you wanted to meet somebody, like if I want to meet other people that are podcasters or that are YouTubers, that's where they're gonna go. Sure, there might be streamers there, but I'm not really there to you know to connect with 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 streamers. I'm there to connect with the people that are in the industry that have that have the experience that are also gamers such as myself. And that's just that side of it. The other side of it is I'm a huge fan of indie games, more specifically Metroidvanias. So I have the exp- the opportunity to experience seeing firsthand new games that aren't even out yet you get to feel them out you get to try them you get to talk to the developers and as a podcaster that's a great way to potentially collaborate on a, on a future episode on an interview or something but more importantly as a gamer I just get to experience that you know so for me gaming conventions are are something that was definitely missed now, the ones I would definitely like to go to are, you know, I'd love to go to Game Developers Conference, but it's such a heavy price tag to go there. And the way the podcast is set up, it's not really geared towards interviewing developers, publishers, um, industry people in, in that sense, at least not yet. Um, so, and I feel like that's the type of conference that you go to to really like maybe I'm an indie developer and I want to talk to some more developers I want to attend workshops on how to improve my game style or my my promotion of my game my marketing of my game maybe I'm there to to solicit you know I'm there to pitch to a publisher that may be looking for an indie developer so you know that price tag to me it doesn't just warrant me just buying a ticket just to go to go you know if i'm gonna do that i'm gonna go to e3 summer game fest um packs so let's switch gears a little though and talk about e3 you know so it was announced that e3 that the major publishers sony playstation microsoft xbox and nintendo were not going to be at e3 and i gotta tell you Part of going to E3 or watching E3 was to see those big showcases, you know, and it only made sense to do those showcases during that gaming convention week. So why would you not do it? I mean, there's always a business reason why. And to the casual fan, it could be looked at as, well, they're just greedy. They just want to do their own thing. They don't want to be a part of that. Or they don't want to share the same stage as somebody else. And industry, you know, industry leakers on either side of the fence is giving the the what's what on 
on this particular publisher's showcase, which now allows this other competitor to readjust things and reveal something that you know nobody was expecting so they get the bigger spectacle. But at the end of the day, none of that to me matters because why? Because it always boils down to sales. You could have the greatest pitch in the world, Cyberpunk. When it came out, everybody was like, oh man, look, when they saw the trailer at E3, you know, it was, it was amazing. What? Cyberpunk, you serious? Keanu Reeves is out there. You're awesome. Then the game comes out like, wait, what? What? You know, so I don't think that that um, perspective or assumption, it has relevancy nowadays i i think you know we we live in a day and age where an episode of a show will come out and there'll already be 15 to 20 reviews about how good or most likely bad the episode was so let's just take away any um any mystery around whether the fan is going to like this episode or what the episode is about because the reviewer has already done that work for you you don't need to see it I already tell you, I've already formed the opinion, there you go. You see what I'm saying? So for these publishers, that's what they should really be worried about. Who's going to leak what I potentially have that's going to be dropping at my showcase? Who's going to leak that and what articles are going to get published on all of these media outlets before it even drops? And nowadays we live in a world where people have podcasts, people have YouTube channels where they're talking about, you know what I'd really love to see? I'd really love to see a prequel to The Witcher. I'm telling you, that would just be awesome. Yeah, what are the chances of that? And this year reveal that E3 was the prequel to Twitcher, to The Witcher. What? How did you know that? Like, so, you know, there's almost like this and, and it's always hidden and veiled underneath a couple other things like something really far-fetched something that's plausible and then right in the middle is that one that that's what it's going to be that's the day and age we live in gone is the let me surprise you at the event gone is the day of all of these publishers are going to be there so man on friday is playstation on saturday is xbox on on sunday is nintendo and I wonder what, man, it's going to be a fun-filled weekend. That validates that ticket. We don't live in that day and age no more. So to me, when you have things like, when I look at E3 and all these, these publishers pulling out, well, that just saves me money. That saves me money from going. I'm just going to watch YouTube. I'm going to watch whoever's posted it, streaming it, and check out all the trailers. Or just wait a couple hours and one of the, you know, you, you pick your favorite channel is going to have all of the trailers already available for you to watch. Cut out all of the nonsense chitter chatter and go straight into the trailer. You know, that's why I like things like Summer Game Fest because Jeff, what he really does well is he just jam packs it with trailer after trailer after trailer after trailer after trailer. So you might get, you know, a sneak peek from, you know, a publication that says, there may be a possibility of what that something that may appear may not, you know, but for the most part, you don't, you know, you don't know definitively. What I've noticed a lot of times when you have like an Xbox showcase or you have a PlayStation showcase, they already going to tell you what's pretty much going to be on it before you even watch it. So when you watch it, you might have one surprise, but out of the rest of it, you like you already knew what to expect. 
So, but in that regard, like you can save money and stay home and, and enjoy it. But for the convention experience, I'd always pick packs over anything else. You know, I definitely would still go to E3, you know, and I definitely would go to a summer game fest and be in the theater when they're doing the actual show because, you know, there's a lot of effort that goes into producing that show and I want to be able to experience that. I want to be able to see the props and the lighting and the showcasing of of all these new experiences that are going to come out for me as a gamer. Um, so, you know, there 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 is still that part of me that would want to go enjoy it. But at the end of the day, we live in a day and age where they're making it so accessible where I would venture to say in, in 10 years, where does this go? You know, is it just one convention, one master convention that does everything like how it was with E3? Or are there going to be all of these micro conventions that just turn into digital showcases because... People just want to see what you're going to show and there's no real fan expo experience, no fan experience associated with it. You know, like when you look at Comic-Con, you'll never get rid of a Comic-Con because they do tons of things there. There's cosplay, there's there's uh, trailer reveals, there's comic reveals, there's panels. You know, there's tons of stuff for you to experience. And I think that's why things like, um, you know, Penny Arcade Expo would never disappear. Packs won't disappear because they do those things as well. They do the the panels, they do the meet and greets, they do the, the gaming events, you know, they have all the game uh, demo available. So you, you still get to experience that part of it. You get to enjoy the expo part of it. So, but nevertheless, gaming conventions have returned. Are you going to go to any of them? Are you going to experience any gaming convention? If so, which one? Let me know on my Twitter at BleepBloopPod with the hashtag gaming conventions. And, you know, let me know which one you're going to, all right? I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Be sure to leave a review. Leave some comments with what you like. Maybe something you would have liked to have heard. You know, we'll touch up on again later. Okay? Um, Every Wednesday, a new episode comes out. And until the next one, y'all, like I always say, peace!